0: All right, we're back. Today's Wednesday, December 14th, and we're breaking down the NFL, getting into the NBA award name changes, circling back to a little uh, Jalen Hurts Tua vailoa debate, which we had earlier in the year, which is looking pretty one sided at this point as we get deeper into the season. But uh, we'll get into all that, the landscape of the NFL. um, not a lot of huge news in college, but we'll talk touch on the Heisman. But big football focus as we uh, get ready, and we'll do a little plug for for bowl season too, because we got some some stuff coming up for bowl season. So uh, to start things off, NFL starting chronologically, Thursday night. Baker Mayfield <laughs> is back. Um, everyone made the big deal about how can he play, not knowing the plays. It's been two days um he was drawing plays on the football in the huddle probably but you just gotta let him ball and I think this is an like the Raiders I don't know what they're to do they there's a lot of teams that I think had a lot of playoff hopes coming into week 14 about maybe running the table and with that seventh spot a lot of teams saw they could sneak in and I think a lot of those those teams got eliminated the first one being the Raiders their playoff hopes are done um and and Derek Carr is just still the saddest guy in the NFL, which you you got to start to feel bad for him a little bit. He's been to the playoffs, only got to play in one playoff game in a in a pretty successful career stat wise. But Baker Mayfield dominated the the Raiders this weekend.
1: Yeah, it makes you um, I don't know like watching the whole game. It was pretty obvious why. Like, I mean, first of all, the Rams like are such a depleted roster right now that I don't know how much of this was. Uh, playbook related versus just lack of talent, but throughout the whole game, it made you kind of feel like whatever, like makes sense why guys don't play after two days of signing with a team, like especially quarterback position, you have to know the plays. But one thing that it did kind of bring back up, and I think we've talked about this before, is like the last two minutes of a game, like that prevent defense, like for some reason, every team turns into – the Montana Rice Niners when they're going up and down the score late in the game, like I don't know what it is, but I think that was my biggest takeaway. Like fucking Baker Mayfield didn't even like he got that jersey from like the pro shop, like custom made. And he went in the game and won.
0: It, it is. I said that before. I play a normal defense. If you get burned on a seventy-five yard touchdown, I wonder how many like how many fifty-yard touchdowns have the Raiders given up this year? Probably not many. If you yeah. get one sack there with a minute 40 no timeouts the game's over because you can't really spike it on a sack then you're looking at a third and 17 fourth and 17 just play your normal defense you got their strength is some of those uh pass rushers and they're just dropping everybody back trying and trying to push them to like the middle of the field they're just running 10 yard outs and moving right down the field and then it takes one good throw at the end I don't understand it and it happens literally all the time. Anytime the Chiefs play, it's like, oh, 30 seconds is too much time for Mahomes. It's because you're playing pre-vet. If you've been yeah. able to stop them all game, just keep doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, I think there's even, like, stats that show that, like, if you're down four late in the game rather than down three, you're more likely to win because you go for the touchdown rather than the field goal. Like, I mean, there's so many, like, dumb things about, like, the end of – I think college is less, less like this. Like, I think – the for example, like I don't know if you remember when Ohio State played Maryland, Maryland got the ball back down six. And I was like not really worried for a second that Ohio State would lose that game. Anytime another team gets the ball back down a score with like, you know, any any amount, like as long as there's a reasonable amount of time, like a minute, 45 seconds, one timeout, whatever, I'm convinced that team is going to win the game. Like yeah, it, 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 there's definitely stats. The, the rate
0: of game winning drives in the league over the past 10-15 years, like I don't know what the numbers are, but I'm sure they've gone up. Cause it seems like it's more of a recent thing where if you need to get in field goal range, you start on the 25 with kickers now, it's like you need to get 35 yards. That is so easy.
1: Yeah, I think it probably comes down to three things. If you're able to look at the stats, like when roughing the passer and like hitting the quarterback became like you know, you're, you're not allowed to do that as much anymore. The defensive contact rules in the secondary, because it's like these guys, you know, like a, a PI is the worst thing that can happen to you really late in the game or like a defensive holding because so you're, you're, that's like critical. You don't get one of those. So you just don't touch them. They sit in these zones and they go 15 yards at a time. And you're just hoping you get one sack to get to the quarterback. And not a lot of times it happens. And then the kickers are so good now that like 55 yard field goal is like, not unheard of, which I think is the biggest difference between this and our NFL and college is like, if you're driving down three in college, you're going for a touchdown because your kicker probably sucks.
0: those outside hashes too. Mm -hmm. But 55 yards is not even like, not, it's not even, it's like the standard now for an NFL. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like I mean, short of 55, if you're outside, there's some conditions, whatever. But if you're playing anywhere warmer inside, I don't think kickers are leaving it short from less than 58, 59. Yeah.
1: It is wild. And I think Baker was like the, the controlled variable, you know, like in those science experiments you do in like eighth grade, it's like, okay, let's drop this fucking guy. Who's been quit. Like two teams have quit on him and gotten better. I, I, I guess Brown. it's tough to say with the Browns because yeah, there's a lot of shit, but the Panthers have definitely gotten better since giving up on him.
0: Is that Oh, that might also be uh, part of Matt rule, but we'll get into them later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, two teams have quit on him completely. So he's obviously not exactly like the best quarterback. He's not a upper echelon quarterback. He's probably bottom third of the league as far as quarterbacks go. And they put him on a team with very little talent left on two days notice and gave him a minute 45, whatever it was. And he was still able to go down and score. Like that was the control we needed to prove that, like, we need to figure something out about these last two minute defenses. Like, I think one coordinator is going to like, find a way to like, say, fuck it. I'm running my defense. I don't care how much time's left. And it's going to be like one of those things where it like opens everyone's eyes.
0: Yeah. It's, if it's going to be anyone, it should be like the chiefs or the bills because they give up, that big play then it's like all right well now you're just going to go down and answer because you got two guys that have done that a thousand times um, yeah 100
1: percent. if i was a chiefs fan or a bills fan i would if i was up three late in the game or like let's say up four i would want the other team to go score because i'd be like good i want the ball last it's, it's just yeah. like playing basketball like you go two for one on the shot clock because you just want to get the last shot of the game like you don't care even if you like if you're up one you'll give them the opportunity to take the lead cuz you want the last shot it's the same shit like i don't
0: know it's it's so weird um yeah so the raiders are dead the rams are also dead i think this probably opens the door for baker i don't know where he would go he's going to play the rest of the year if he does well he will get a starting opportunity somewhere because- i don't think he'll
1: start i think he'll be a, i think he'll get like a good backup he could be one of those like oh, we bring in the veteran to compete with this third-round pick we got, like a Marcus Mariota. But I don't think he'll get, like, a full starting job like he's he did with starter. Carolina.
0: He's better. There aren't going to be 32 quarterbacks better than him next year.
1: But I think there will be 32 you know where he's going to go?
0: You know where he's going to go? He's going to go to Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, but I think they'll draft a guy. And if you draft a guy, you don't want to bring Baker in. Cause the locker room, there's well, a chance the they, they took
0: Ellinger last year. I don't know if he's going to be their guy. They're going to get a new Oh yeah. He's he's
1: done. They, they tried but,
0: that, but they went, they went rivers. They went Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz. That seems like a perfect fit, even though a perfect fit for what the Colts culture seems to be, um, which might see, not, I be could the best. see,
1: I could I see him. Let's, let's say he plays pretty well with the Rams. I think that's a good fit for him to be a backup because Stafford's on like the little bit of the latter half of his career. He, um, uh, he's a guy who like, doesn't really have to worry about someone breathing down his neck though. Like if you bring Baker in as a backup to a young quarterback, it's almost a little bit similar to like bringing in the Fitzpatrick or bringing in a, I mean, I know these, these guys didn't, get brought in period because a lot of outside factors, but like uh, a Tebow or a Kaepernick, like there's such a large personality and they're going to get so much media attention and locker room attention that bringing them in as your backup to your newly invested first round rookie quarterback. Isn't the best because the second that guy starts to suck, if the rest of your team's good, people are going to be yelling for him. It's similar to like how Mike White became in New York after that Bengals game. Like Mike White was good enough in that one game, and he he's proven to look a lot better recently, but he was good enough in that one game last year that the second Zach Wilson started to do poorly, both the locker room and the fan base wanted to see something new. And you don't really want to risk that with getting a guy like Baker if you're going to draft a Will Levis or a C.J. Stroud or even a Bryce Young who's transitioned to the NFL all for different reasons might not be as smooth as you anticipate.
0: Yeah, I agree. That takes us to our next game, where I actually think, thinking, listening to you talk, I think he could be good in a position, maybe there's a team that doesn't have a quarterback, who's got a good team, who needs a cheaper guy, who can not make the big mistake, and that might be your New York Jets. I don't know what the future looks like at quarterback. Do Zach Wilson is not going to take another snap in a Jets uniform. I can't imagine. You want to hear something really on. bad? It seems, like, it seems like kind of the end of the Carson Wentz tenure where it's like it's run its course. Or even like Ben Simmons in Philadelphia, it's like they're here. We've seen it. It hasn't worked. Going back is like you're getting back. This is Colin Coward. You're getting back with your girl who cheated on you because she oh. said she <laughs> It's like I we've sleep. moved on. And the rest of the team, you've told your mom about it now. So you can't go back. <laughs> Your mom doesn't like it. It's the fans. It's the locker room. No matter how pretty Zach Wilson is, you can't go back to him just <laughs> purely on principle. He might make a great, a great lover for another team in the NFL, <laughs> but it's not going to be you.
1: So I'm cracking up because I was describing. I was talking to a couple of my friends this morning, and I was like, "You guys want to hear something really fucked up?" And then I get okay, and I was like, "Part of me still believes that Mike White's going to get hurt, similar to what he did in the Buffalo game." But we're instead of Flacco being the backup, we're gonna have Zach come in and Zach's gonna be cured of like the all the being a dipshit and like not being like he has the natural talent. He's gonna be cured and he's gonna lead us to a playoff run and like it's gonna go you know, when like two, three playoff games get to the AFC championship and it's going to be like all full circle. Like it was always Zach Wilson, whatever. That's so fucking stupid of me to think. And then I said to them, I was like, it's the equivalent of like, like Mike White is like doing really well right now. Like I know we lost back-to-back games. Like those are to two, like I know the Vikings aren't great, but like they've won 10 games. It was on the road. We started, we had five, six red zone trips and we got one touchdown. So like it was not Mike White's fault that we lost that game. And then the same thing in Buffalo, he gets hurt twice. We have two fumbles, one of them by when Flacco had to come in. Like he did not lose us either of those games. Zach Wilson plays those games. I don't think they're even competitive, but yeah, I said, I, I was like,
0: you don't love Zach Wilson. You love the idea of Zach Wilson. Exactly. Top, I love the top idea. three. You have a top three pick and a good mm-hmm. defense. That's something worth falling in love for but when your top three pick, is someone who has not shown that they can handle any sort of adversity or make any sort of big play or lead men by any stretch of the imagination, it's time to move on. No matter how much you, how much draft capital you put in him. If Mike White started the year like this and it was like, you would, you'd be like, all right, like he's not the guy, but because it's the number two pick, you want it to work so bad. It's, but it's not going to, it's not meant to be. Exactly. It's like, I
1: literally said, I was like, it's like meeting a nice girl. Like Mike White's the nice girl. Like, does he have the biggest arm? Like, no, like there's like, he's, he's great. He's great. But it's like, Oh, like I had this toxic X that like, if everything worked out, it's like, it's, it was a top two pick and he could throw it. Like, did you see his, his pro day throw? And like, Oh, like that throw against, Oh, and the, the, the Tampa Bay game last year, like you're trying to find every reason why it works out. And then Mike white, it's like, well, he doesn't have like the strongest arm and like, Oh, he doesn't really move around the pocket as well. But like looking for like I think the best way I saw it, I saw like either someone tweeted it or something. They're like, if our number two pick, who's 23 or 22, however old Zach Wilson is, was playing the way Mike White is right now, we would be telling everybody who would listen that we have our franchise quarterback. But since it's a 27-year-old journeyman who like doesn't exactly have the strongest arm, and I think the worst case scenario is he has, he's a free agent next year. So like, we're kind of like waiting for the next shoe to drop, like waiting for him to fuck up, like,
0: Oh my I don't goodness. know, like,
1: yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I don't think the, like, I think Mike White's gonna get every chance unless he gets hurt to get the Jets. Like, the Jets need to win out to make the playoffs. And I, like, I think if they lost one game, they would need the Patriots to lose two, who has still have Miami, Buffalo, and Cincinnati on the schedule, as well as Vegas. So, like, Vegas is frisky enough. Like, Vegas on the road is not an automatic win. Um, and then L.A. has Tennessee. And then they have, like, the Broncos, who kind of suck. They they have the Colts, like, they have a pretty easy run of it. So they need to beat out both those teams, or they need Mi- Miami to fall off. So if Miami lost to Buffalo, they would technically be it's able an, it, to. It's
0: an uphill battle for sure.
1: Yeah. So they need to. If they win out, they're in. If they lose one, there's still a good chance they're in. It just can't be to the Dolphins. Yeah. So essentially, you give Mike White the next four games. This is try,
0: tryout.
1: Yeah, but like, if let's say Mike White goes two and two, you finish nine and eight. Like, what do you do at quarterback next year?
0: You Baker Mayfield. I was thinking contract. Derek Carr.
1: Derek Carr. I don't see, think Baker Mayfield. He a free is agent. Answer. No, but a lot of te- a lot name? of people seem to think that he's like you know what you know those guys who aren't free agents but like their contract lines up where it's like if you really probably should cut them that year like they're all the money becomes non guaranteed and everything that's like Derek Carr.
0: Yeah, he's just owed way more money than Baker and I would
1: mm, yeah. I would prefer carr to Baker. I mean Baker I know has-
0: I I think carr is a better player, but if he's if you have to I would rather have Baker for cheaper and for free than um carr if you have to give up anything of value. And yeah pay more. But
1: part of me, part of me has thought about, so a lot of guys in like draft circles, I like keep up a lot with the draft just because being a Jets fan, like growing up, this was like what I was doing this time of year. It's kind of weird, like having to care about the games, but uh, a lot of guys think CJ is going to drop in the draft. Part of me thinks that like, if the Jets finished like nine and eight and he drops to like 17, is that the worst idea? But.
0: I think like that's he's, a bad idea.
1: Yeah. So this is what I was thinking. I was like, he's the type of guy. He's like a Jared Goff type where like, you know we have good receivers. Like we have a decent offensive line. We're like he's the type who like he's never gonna win us a game, but he's gonna be like, you know, good at like getting through his progressions. Not a great arm. Like literally, like sealing good Jared Goff, whatever. Kirk Cousins type. But I was thinking about it. I was like, in college, every time he's played a pass rush that was able to get anywhere near him, he fucks up. So like we we have plenty of guys who can do that. So the, I have no idea. The, the
0: Jets are get a guy who you know can play in the NFL. Yeah. And that is and if you've a, a first round draft pick you had a first round draft pick somewhere on that offense or that defense and you get a competent quarterback, they can definitely make the playoffs. I've always been an advocate that the quarterback should be like the last piece as opposed to the first mm-hmm. piece. Um just because, Yeah, I think it
1: definitely depends on the quarterback like you know a guy like important. Herbert or Boer, Burrow, but Yeah, if you have yeah, a general, if you
0: have a guy like that, you go out and get him, but if you're like the Jets, you don't reach for Stroud, because he's not like you, your window is very small because you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to pay all these guys. Yeah. It's like two years where you legitimately probably can make a strong run unless your GM is very good at, at, uh, like managing that and projecting that in the future. But I would, th- I would think Baker could actually be a good fit, um, for the Jets and he would be awesome in New York too that'd
1: be great yeah i prefer garoppolo or Derek carr i don't want any part of baker but i think jimmy, sentiment... G's another,
0: jimmy g could be another yeah. good fit but he's also i think the sentiment behind
1: injury. your idea is definitely the correct yeah. thought process
0: yeah um all right moving on um lions vikings the spookiest line of the nfl season the five and seven lions favored by two and a half so i don't know about you against the 10 and two vikings i was all over the lions yeah um, same here and it was pretty easy. It was They won by 11, and they were up by 15 or 16 with a couple minutes to go. Uh, I think – I don't know who this tells us more about. I think the Vikings are not in that tier of – they're a team that if they win the Super Bowl, I would be surprised.
1: I'd be shocked. I would be so yeah. shocked. I think I would be less shocked about – I think I would be less shocked if the Vikings went out in the first round than I would be if they won the NFC.
0: Yes, I would agree. Yeah, I think it's more likely that they lose um the first round although I think they probably won't because we have a yeah, lot, they'll play like the Seahawks. Or a lot the- of NFC teams yeah. tapering off. The Giants got killed this week. We'll get to that. Washington didn't play. Seattle lost to Carolina, which opens the door for the Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah, to, to so I think in the lions play the jets this week. Um, so people are talking again. I much of my NFL following on Twitter is like the top tier guys. And then so many jets dudes that like yeah. have like eight followers. So like, I definitely get like an, not like the best, um, representation yeah, of yeah, the of population. But, uh, a lot of people are saying like, why isn't jets lions essentially a loser leaves town game. It is no the it, Sunday night games when in like, it's, Instead, we have Commander's Giants who tied a game two weeks ago that no one enjoyed watching. Like the winner of Jets Lions has a good shot to make the playoffs. The loser is done. And it's two exciting young teams that, like have like cool storylines.
0: Were you a marketing major?
1: I was a uh, finance.
0: So if you were a marketing major, you would not replace Washington and the New York that's Jets, true. New York Jets. but it's also the New York Jets. Like the Jets are. The it's Jets are a baby bro. You're a baby bro in New York. You know this. You're not the brand in New York.
1: That's fair. It's not the brand. But the Jets are a bigger brand than people realize. It's just a lot of the Jets brand is Long Island and Queens and like the lesser known parts of New York. And the Giants own like New Jersey. They're a bigger presence in Manhattan. They're, well, the, they're Giants the, are, the, more the Giants populated.
0: certainly have more of a national.
1: Yes. Yes. hundred percent
0: um along with like the Cowboys the Steelers the Packers the other the Eagles in there I feel like I see Eagles yeah. teams, teams now like those I think are the, the NFC
1: East is probably I don't think the, the I wouldn't say the Commanders are a huge brand I think the NFC East though probably has three of they're, the top they're
0: very historic and like with the name changes yeah. it's been weird but there's a lot of people that grew up when they were very good in the 70s with yeah with like the, and the Hogs and the Super Bowl um there's, and there's like a lot of history there too, which is part of it. Like, you know, they're going to have so many stats of the series between those two teams all time. Um, going to be an ugly game for sure. Those teams both trending definitely in the wrong direction, but the Vikings are kind of locked into that, that two seed area unless they really fall apart and the 49ers catch them. But I don't think that will happen. I think the Vikings are good enough to uh, hold on and the year, but the Lions. Don't be surprised that the Detroit Lions make the playoffs. They went out. I would
1: not want to play the Lions. Their defense sucks, but they probably have. And I'd you know they the probably
0: play if they get in. Would be the Vikings.
1: Yeah, or so, the Bucs. Or... No, they no no, no the Bucks yeah. get the top one. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: But uh, that would be interesting. You definitely like would not want to play them. Like I'd much rather play Seattle, Washington, or the Giants in the playoffs. Um, and the Lions have the tiebreaker over Seattle. So Seattle really shot themselves in the foot. They were in the great spot. And then they lost this week to the Panthers 30, 24. Um, Steve Wilkes kind of turning it around. No Baker, no problem. No Matt rule, no problem. And the Panthers now have played themselves into a position where they might make the playoffs. Yeah. Which is incredible. They're what, And they're doing eight- it,
1: running the ball. Like Sam Darnold is just handed it off and he's got enough talent where he can make some big time throws, but they're, they're just handing it off and playing defense.
0: So. This game was not on the TV a lot. It was the game that you kind of forgot was on in the four o'clock slate. Um, but the Panthers win. They kind of they play the Bucks again. I think they already beat them once. Um I think the Bucks beat them. Let me see. But Panthers are five and eight, and they beat the Bucks on October 23rd. Oh, really? Three. So they're game back of the Bucks. Their schedule is Steelers. Bad. Really, really bad this yeah. week. The Lions, which is going to be a tough game, but like that in Carolina. If the Lions if lose to the Jets,
1: it. that becomes an easier game because the Lions longer have something to play for.
0: Yeah. And then they play the Bucks, which if they win that, they have the tiebreaker and then they finish with the Saints. So all teams under 500, two division games. Who knows? That division is like up for grabs. They could have a six... Six would be highly unlikely, but is not impossible. Seven, te- seven-win team make the playoff, maybe eight, but I don't see the winner of that division getting t- to nine wins. Um
1: Oh yeah, so would whoever, you
0: whoever that is, like, could you imagine the fourteen and three Dallas Cowboys having to go to the seven and ten Carolina Panthers for the first? I think
1: the Cowboys playoffs? would lose if it's the Bucks. I don't know if they would lose to Sam Darnold.
0: It would be incredible. If they did, it would be unbelievable. Um, But yeah, if that happens, like like, imagine the Eagles first home playoff game is the fucking Panthers off of a bye. Um, That would be unbelievable. But I don't think that that.
1: Well, that would be if um, that's that would you would only play them if there was no other upsets, though. Yeah, like but what I if you guys think, got a good job?
0: I don't think the Vikings or the 49ers are going to lose the first round to like the Giants. I round. don't
1: think the 49ers could, but I think depending who got in, the Vikings definitely like I think the Vikings could lose to the Seahawks.
0: Well, then they play Seattle at home, which I'm not afraid of.
1: Yeah. Them. Yeah, I don't think the I think the Eagles like the only thing I would be worried about if I was the Eagles was the NFC championship against either the Cowboys or the 49ers.
0: Yeah, the toughest path would be if uh all the favorites win, which would, um, which would be the Vikings, the 49ers. And then the Cowboys will probably be road favorites in that playoff game. Yeah. Um. So if they have to play the Cowboys in the first round, which like you never want to see someone in your division in the playoffs and then the winner and then probably the 49ers, if they were to get past the Cowboys, um, that is like the, the most difficult scenario, but they've looked so dominant, which we can go to them now, a bloodbath in New York. 48 22 um and honestly that score makes it sound closer than it was
1: yeah that was over this game, not only was minutes. not in
0: doubt it was 21 nothing at the, the if you went up to use the bathroom early in the first quarter you came back and it was 21 nothing the Eagles started with two ADR drives of 12 plays then three and out for the Giants whose punter dropped the ball and attempted a drop kick um so that was a penalty The Eagles got the ball and I turned to my to my roommate home watching with, I go this feels like a one-play drive and <laughs> next thing you know, i was like they just they battered down the defense things went sideways on special teams and like this is going to be like uh devonta smith down the sideline just catch it wide open and it was aj brown doing that it was 21 yeah. nothing i'm like all right another easy sunday after smoking the titans last week so the eagles are a quez watkins fumble away from being 13 and 0 um obviously that happened so they're 12 and 1 in the driver's seat now for the one seed with that vikings loss they could lock up the one seed with two games to go if they beat the bears this week and then beat dallas on christmas eve they would lock up the division and the one seed um so feeling so, really good but if they lose that dallas game then they would need to win their other three games if dallas wins out things get a little hairy but with the three games on their schedule that aren't Dallas being the Bears, the Giants, and the Saints, all Bears on the road, those other two games at home, I would be, I don't, I can't imagine them losing to the Cowboys and losing one of those games, but it's not out so, of the possibility. I didn't want to think this, about it, to be honest.
1: This is going to be a relatively dumb question. I'll admit it, but I was doing some research and Believe it or not, the last team to finish the regular season with one loss or less and win the Super Bowl was the 85 Bears. There's been, I think, six or seven teams in between then, and they all failed to win. I think the majority of them didn't even make the Super Bowl. Uh, actually, yeah. no. That's the, most, that's the most
0: recent one, if my memory serves me correctly, would have been Cam Newton and the Panthers. Yep.
1: So Cam Newton and the Panthers lost in the Super Bowl. Obviously, Tom Brady lost in the Super Bowl undefeated. Yeah, Uh, Peyton Manning they lost in the Super Bowl um they didn't they technically lost two or three games but they benched their starters the last three games of the season I remember so they were counted in this equation uh the Vikings with that famous missed field goal when they lost the Falcons yeah uh yes Randall Cunningham with Chris Carter and Randy Moss yeah um there was a team I think it was like the 49ers, or there was I think there were six or seven teams, and the majority of them, all of them either made the I think all of them, except for one might have been the Vikings, either made the NFC championship or the Super Bowl and lost or like the championship game lost. So they all like didn't go out early. But if I could tell you, you're going to lose that Cowboys game but you're still going to get the one seed, but that Cowboys loss will be because the, the, the commander's loss was, you know, whatever it's a divisional Monday night game. You guys had what three fumbles, two fumbles. Yeah. One of them just super random at the end of the game, when it looked like Hertz was going to win you the game, a Cowboys loss on the road to a team. That's at least somewhat comparable talent wise. And like in the standings where you can kind of figure out where your holes are before the playoffs do you think that would benefit this team at all? Or do you think you, you do, you, does it not worry you that these one loss teams have uh, fared poorly in the past? That doesn't,
0: that doesn't worry. I don't think that the 98 Vikings losing on a missed field goal has any bearing on, on what the Eagles are going to do. They got to get the one seed. Cause it's a big difference. It's not like, Oh, they lose to the, cause I don't think the Vikings are catching them. Cause and then now the Cowboys play them. It's like, if they get caught by the Cowboys, I'm like, okay, now you're the two seed. It's, no, now you're the five seed and you go from yeah. two home games to three road games potentially. That's a big difference. It turns everything on its head. But honestly, one by 26 this week, one by 25 last week against two teams that if the season ended today would be in the playoffs. I don't care what you say about the Giants or the Titans. They're one of the they're in the top half of the league. One's leading their division.
1: Yeah, they're not, Nothing they're not far. the Texans. What? They're not the Texans. No, we yeah, exactly. So,
0: Like, well, there's no reason for me to be concerned. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I've been hurt before. Um, yeah. Also, the Cowboys, speaking of the Texans, Eagles look great. We'll come back to the MVP talk at the end when we do Sunday night and talk about Tua. But Cowboys, Texans, the Cowboys are lucky to get out of that game alive. Um, I hate, I really did just dislike everything about that that franchise um which is is that the the team you hate
1: the most is it the giants or is the cowboys With the eagles
0: oh it's certainly in the nfl it's certainly the cowboys um okay just they're so arrogant and they're so cocky and they are just
1: and it's so fake like majority of them aren't from dallas my favorite thing it's like notre dame fans ohio state fans like you you very rarely meet like a true like Oh, I'm from Ohio or I went there or like I went to Notre Dame or I'm from like Indiana area. Like it's usually just like, you know, people who are like, oh yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. It's like, why? It's like, oh, they were good when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. So my favorite thing to do is like if I'm wearing an Eagle something, or if I talk to someone who's a Cowboys fan, you ask what part of Texas they're from, and they go, Oh, I'm from, I'm from central Pennsylvania. I'm from New New Hampshire. I'm like, why the hell are you a Cowboys fan? Yeah. <laughs> Like that's fine by me just because then it's like they it's it's not really a jab because you're like oh what part of texas are you from and they're like oh no i'm from long island and you're like yeah so i don't know they're they i love that they're getting all the hype and that this espn fpi has them like as the most likely team to make the super bowl even though they're most likely gonna have to win three road games when they've won one playoff game with dak ever um so that it, it's just gonna be there's I'm gonna give them they're not gonna win the Super Bowl. And it's gonna be glorious whenever they they lose. Um I mean, if they beat the Eagles though at any point in the in the playoffs, <laughs> it's kind of game over for me. But I mean they're when they lose, nothing would be better. Like they're set up in the perfect Cowboys storyline of 14, they could win 14 games, 13 games. So they have to play on and play. lose to the
1: Panthers. They might
0: lose <laughs> to the, the Panthers or the Falcons or the Bucks, who they already lost to this year. Um, so and it'll be
1: on the road. They lost to the Bucks at home.
0: Yeah. And they're going to go into that game. That's like somehow a look ahead game in the playoffs if they get there. Uh, also, I think the Bucks game would almost be. The least
1: dangerous for them because like it's yeah. Brady. Like yeah. you're gonna prepare for Brady. Like the Panthers or the Falcons. Like that is that's a bye week. Those teams fucking suck. Yeah. But like if you're in the playoff, like we've seen it before. Like Heineke covered against the Buccaneers. I think teams with losing Marshawn records Lynch might have
0: winning records in the playoffs. Or they
1: the definitely playoffs. do against the spread. They definitely yeah. do against the spread. And
0: straight up, it might be close. Yeah. But I saw. Here's some things that happen post-game. If you watch the end of the uh if you watch the Eagles game, Miles Sanders over a thousand yards, AJ Brown over a thousand yards. Ten touchdowns um, yeah, first time we've had a thousand yard receiver or rusher since 2014. They ask him after the game, like, how do you feel about the touchdowns and the and the the yards? And he goes, I care about Super Bowls, which like what yeah, true, but it's like, Super Bowls, whatever. That's, I feel like. What does he
1: best. want, though, to say he cares about Super Bowls? He he knows, well, I
0: think it. that's fair. It's like you care about, yeah. like, if someone asks you, and you're not like, I really hope I win MVP. You're like, I want to win a yeah. championship. That's what we're trying to do. Trayvon Diggs, after the game, there was a jump ball caught. They win the game, big comeback. I, Trayvon Diggs probably still has his shoulder pads on. He's tweeting, Hey, NFL, pretty please uh, give me that interception or at least half an interception. Like, what a joke of a guy. My. He just gets burned and burned and burned and he has a couple of interceptions and he thinks he's like God's gift to Earth. I think I if you gave me like a game against Trayvon Diggs, I could probably get open because if the quarterback <laughs> pump fakes one time, he's jumping out of his shoes. So he's yeah, got embarrassed, so he got
1: embarrassed they, by the uh, 49ers last year. Ayuk, I, I remember had him in a blunder a few times.
0: Yeah, like when they lose in the playoffs, it's there's going to be a big play. And we're gonna look at the film, and it's gonna be Trayvon Ding, Diggs biting on a double move, standing in no man's land when uh, DJ Moore is had 50 yards of separation down the sideline. So I think that is like shows the difference where these teams are at. Uh, I mean, I love watching the Cowboys lose, so I'm glad that they're. I'm almost glad that they're good because it'll make it that much better when when their Super Bowl hopes get uh, bounced early in the playoffs. Although I would love if the Eagles could play them in the playoffs and just destroy them.
1: But if you beat them twice, do you think that like, I don't, I'd see if I were you and I lost the Cowboys, I would almost be more confident playing them again at home.
0: Yeah. It's tough to beat a team three times, but we played them. The first time
1: doesn't really count. Yeah. We played them
0: with Cooper rush at home. So like, or at Sunday night, like we're not, yeah, we played them. We're a different team. They're a different team. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been great with Dak. Like, what do they have? Three losses. Two of them are with Cooper Cooper Rush, I guess.
1: Um, yeah, they lost. They lost recently with lost Dak, the, though. They lost to the Bucks. Did they lose on the? No, they won on Thanksgiving. They didn't cover. They lost to, they lost the, to the Bucks.
0: Uh, they lost to the Bucks week one. They lost to the Eagles week five and they lost to the packers a couple weeks ago no that that's early.
1: right with dak but that was the crazy comeback and christian watson yeah and it was an overtime so um definitely a good team they're definitely this is probably the best cowboys team we've seen in a while yeah which is uh, weird to yeah. say because well, they were, yeah look-
0: probably since that what was it, 2016 when they went 12 and 4 and they lost to rogers there's the famous picture yeah. of the guy like they're all cheering he's like they don't know that we have Aaron Rodgers and then Rodgers. Yeah.
1: And then that was that catch the on the sidelines JerMichael yeah. Finley. Like, yup. yeah. know.
0: Um, so, yeah, they've been they, – they're they're definitely a good football team, probably the second best in the NFC, considering Brock Purdy's playing quarterback for the 49ers, even though he's been He's great, playing
1: so. it pretty well.
0: Um, but, but I know what you're saying. That's definitely – you trust – Definitely him. you I don't tr-
1: want Mr. Irrelevant as you your don't want, quarterback.
0: Not even Mr. Irrelevant. I wouldn't want any quarterback to make his – one of his first five starts in a road playoff game. Yeah. So that is, that's like, he's been great and Shanahan knows how to, like, Jimmy G's taking a Super Bowl. So wouldn't be surprised if Purdy wins.
1: I like how Purdy can move a little bit. Like he, yeah, but he's has, got, uh, and he's got fucking balls, man. You, like he was diving for first downs and throwing you remember fucking his, touchdowns. Remember uh, his
0: interception against Clemson in his last college football. Oh
1: my god, do I remember? I was on Iowa State. That, that is sucked. that.
0: At the end of the day, that was less than a calendar year. Ago.
1: Yeah, against Clemson, who like had a very good defense. Like they're going to get a lot of those guys drafted, and a lot of them got drafted last year. But like that was a calendar year ago against Clemson in the what was that like the it wasn't a new York six bowl. It was like yeah. I think they uh it was like the Alamo Bowl or something. Alamo bowl. I think that's yeah. Cool. I was watching but that on the plane that your, at the end pissed. of the day,
0: like I don't care how what you do, like that guy is your quarterback, and that's not like a, a clip from a long time ago. That is yeah within the last year. So We're, I, weirdly don't trust I think
1: yeah. Weirdly, I think having Brees Hall in college has set him up well for, like, this Christian McCaffrey thing because, like, he's like, well, fuck. Like, I played with the best running back in, you know, football for the last two years, so now I have, like I, – I don't think he's going to be, like, pissed off handing the ball off and throwing little checkdowns. Like, you see a guy like Zach Wilson or, like, mm-hmm. these, you know, top picks who, like, you put them in these systems where they're throwing the ball 15 times a game, you know, to – help protect the win. you don't want to fuck it up and they they lose their fucking minds like i think purdy's pretty pretty content with yeah i'm gonna run like some zone reads hand the ball off in Shanahan's system and then when things are open on play action i'm gonna hit some guys but it's definitely easier to beat a bad buccaneers team at home than it is to win on the road in the link
0: yeah even in minnesota i think he would struggle that's a tough place to play
1: minnesota's defense is pretty bad though
0: yeah i think but luckily they if Debo's back for the playoffs, they'll be fine. But it'll be yeah. telling to see how they perform the next couple weeks when Brock Purdy probably has a little more responsibility without uh Debo Samuel for their. Streak. I
1: could see Jimmy G coming back for the second round of the playoffs.
0: But they if you, said at like that eight point, eight if you're eights. at that point, if you're rolling, do you switch it up? Like probably not.
1: Depends some, how Purdy looks. Not for Jimmy if, G, if, if that's Purdy, true. So Jimmy G's maybe, been there though. I mean, this is also like you got to think. Shanahan won an AFC Championship game against a very good Packers team with the MVP by running the ball, uh, throwing the ball eight times. Like, I don't know if it matters if Purdy's good.
0: Yeah, so we'll see. That would be an interesting yeah. decision because it's like the hot hand or a guy that like is probably a little bit better, but is coming off an injury. Yeah, it's not like you got Aaron Rodgers coming back. Um, but staying in the one o'clock. Bengals Browns Bengals finally get the monkey off their back beat the Browns. And they don't really they're 9 and 4. They already beat the Chiefs. They still play the Bills. They're probably one of the hottest teams in football if not the hottest. If they can beat the Bills, they would pass them in the standings for um seeding. And if the Chiefs were to Well, that's up,
1: if the Ravens lose though. They the Ravens on the time. They still right
0: play there. the they still play the Ravens one more time so they can If they win out and the Chiefs lose one more time, the Bengals are the one seed in the AFC, which no one really saw coming after the start of the year. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to lose again, and I also don't know if the Bengals are going to be able to beat the Bills and the Ravens, presumably, when Lamar is back. But they're rolling. Those are the top three teams. The Browns are are done. They kind of were cooked with the suspension of Watson this year. He hasn't looked great, so we don't really need to – no worry
1: no don't don't give the Browns fans the time of day they still they still think they can make it somehow
0: the would you is there any world where the Bengals Bills Chiefs are not representing the AFC maybe the Ravens
1: um I could see that I think this is I think if Lamar gets right and they win that Bengals game and they can get that home playoff game to start. I think the Ravens are really dangerous. I just think that defense is really good. And I think they just have something to them. JK Dobbins looked really good yeah, from the little bit yeah. I saw, which is huge for them. And then I think this is going to sound really dumb because they've been so hot. I think if anyone's going to lose early in the AFC, it's the Bengals. Even if they get that like two seed or whatever, I think they're the most beatable team.
0: I think it's I I'm like I'm I'm very low on the on the you're bullish, right? Bullish is low. No, but uh yeah, I think so. You're the finance. Let's guy. go with it. Let's go with it. I'm bullish. I'm bullish on the Buffalo Bills. Really? Yeah. I don't think See, they Yeah, I think
1: them. they have too much talent everywhere to lose early.
0: I don't know. I feel like uh I don't know. That's just out of those three teams, Chiefs are one. I would put Bengals two, Bills three. I still really don't even believe in the Bengals. Like I feel like last year was a fever dream and I don't know why I believe in them, but.
1: So I believe in Joe Burrow more than I believe in Josh Allen. I'll say that. I love believing Mahomes more than ever. Mahomes is in his own stratosphere, but I believe in Joe Burrow more than Allen. I think the Bills as a team and having to watch them twice this year and in their two worst games, the two worst games have probably been against the Jets, Mm -hmm. at least yardage and like points wise that they have been. I would say there is way more talent on that Bills roster than there are on that Bengals roster. The Bengals O-line still kind of sucks. The Bengals defense still has holes in it. Whereas, I mean, obviously those receivers are great. The running backs are great. They have an awesome quarterback, but the Bengals are still a little seven on seven, seven on seven in the, to me, if that's a word. Um, whereas the Bills like have a pretty good O-line. They have awesome linebacker tandem. They have two really good safeties. They have, you know, Tre'Davious White's got to come back a little bit as a corner, but and I also think going up to Buffalo is a way more hard, difficult place to win than in Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think Buffalo is definitely tougher to play than than Cincy. But a lot of those guys on both teams, I guess, have been there before. Okay, no an AFC uh-huh. Championship. I'm not sure how many of those guys are left from the Bills from a couple years ago, but we're getting some real. The AFC Championship game is. Gonna be a fantastic game. And there's also gonna be another great game in there, assuming that uh the another combo of those teams win. We could well, have I a Ravens, I mean,
1: Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. Yeah. That could be the four teams. I don't know how they'd line up, or you know, they, I think the AFC playoffs is gonna be awesome because assuming you get some combination of I think the Patriots suck. I want them out of here. Obviously, I hate the Patriots, but I think their team is just boring. But like some combination of Herbert is gonna be a wild card. One of Burrow and Lamar is going to be a wild card. Um, you might get Tua in there and you might get the Jets in there. Like there's going to be, the, I think every single AFC playoff game, except for maybe Tennessee against a wild card team is going to be at least fun.
0: Yeah. The NFC will be fun for different reasons. Um, yeah.
1: It'll be a shit fest.
0: NFC <laughs> will, will be better at football, but moving last game, the one o'clock slate, you just said Tennessee Jacksonville might win that division.
1: Yeah. Which would they, have be, a, they have a little bit of a, a little bit. Of, they're so inconsistent, though.
0: They're they're two games right now behind the Titans, with four games left. They still play the Titans one more time. So if they can get within one, it's possible. So here are their games.
1: They play the they Jets play, on a Thursday night in MetLife. I'll be. They there. play
0: the Cowboys, probably a loss. They play the Jets, which is a winnable game. They play on the Texans, road
1: on a Thursday night though,
0: which is yeah. first
1: jets home primetime game in like three or four years.
0: I'm sure December 22nd, Thursday night before Christmas fans are going to be hacking that life. Yeah. Um, and then they play the Texans, which is a definitely a winnable game. Yeah. So they can go two and one there. I think, I don't think that's crazy to say one and two I'm going to say, but. Okay.
1: Let's say they beat the Cowboys. Let's say they beat the Cowboys.
0: Then you got the Titans. The Titans play the Chargers. They probably lose that game. Mm -hmm. They play the Texans, which the Texans are kind of a win on everyone's schedule, but
1: yeah. And they're not trying to fuck this up. They want the number one pick.
0: Yeah. Which there's, they can win maybe two more games and still get it. Are there any three in the NFL?
1: There's two, three win teams.
0: The Broncos, Broncos
1: and the bears
0: and the bears. Okay. So they can still win another game and be fine. Uh Um, And then they play the Cowboys, Titans, Cowboys. That's probably a loss. Uh And then, so if they go one and two or Oh, and three and the Jags go two and one, the Jags could get that last playoff spot. And then they would also be eight and nine. So the bottom division winner on both sides is going to host a game and maybe be under 500 and, Certainly, be underdogs against whoever the top wild. Card the been.
1: the only thing that keeps me from thinking that's a possibility is if it comes down to a Jaguars versus Titans game for the division. I just I just trust Mike Vrabel more than I do. uh my Super Bowls I, does Mike Vrabel have? I know it's Doug Peterson. I know he's won a Super Bowl, but Mike Vrabel just finds a way with that team. He to does. He is. does, and
0: and they have actually been like the one. Take away the Chiefs and the Titans kind of have been the constant of the NFL playoffs in the past mm-hmm. however many years. Um, but it's not impossible. I don't think the Jags are nearly consistent enough to pull that off. Yeah. Um, um, fun fact about that. I, I think it's more likely the Titans lose to the Texans, go 0-3, and the Jags win one of these games, and then it comes down to that last game. Not necessarily that they win it, but it's possible.
1: Yeah, fun fact about the Jaguars. If I made you guess, how many out of the last 15 drafts have they drafted in the top 10?
0: Top 10 is like not the bottom third of the league out of the last 15. Probably maybe Like the year they went to the AFC Championship, they wouldn't have, and then maybe one other year. So like maybe what thirteen out of fifteen, or is it fourteen?
1: It's 14 14, It's fourteen. How fucking crazy is that? Not
0: this year, probably. Who knows though?
1: Yeah, I mean, if they lose to the Jets, the Cowboys, and the Titans, they're probably right back there in the top ten. Yeah,
0: with five wins, there's a lot of teams bunched in that five. Yeah, five to seven.
1: The, The fun thing. So the the playoff race. has definitely been fun because in both leagues, there's kind of like, like the jets chargers
0: while teams teams
1: for two two spots.
0: spots And then there's some shit division. That's going to get somebody in and we don't know. who.
1: Do you think that the seventh playoff team is making this more or less entertaining?
0: I think it's making the regular season more entertaining, but it's not needed.
1: I don't think it's needed in the playoffs.
0: Like I'm a Jets fan.
1: I want to make the playoffs really badly. But like the fact that like right now it should be Jets, Dolphins, Chargers, Patriots for one spot. Like the fact that that's two spots on the up for grabs for those two teams, I think is unnecessary.
0: Yeah. And what was last year, the first year of of the seven teams?
1: Uh, Second year, I think. I think we were in college when they had it
0: because last year was the Eagles. Yeah, and they, out, they didn't, mean, yeah, that didn't need... Blown out by the Bucs. And then on the other side was the Steelers. Blown Destroyed. Out.
1: And that was the primetime game. Like, who the fuck scheduled that? I guess Marketing Major, because Steelers yes, it's
0: Patrick Mahomes and yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, um, I I think part of it is the second-best team is normally very good in each division, and now they're playing a team that shouldn't be in the playoffs. So, it's like... It, it doubles up on uh, what it should be. Maybe if you have a seven seventh team, you get you get the second team still gets a bye. And then six plays seven in like a playing game.
1: So it has to be a week. So you're pushing everything back a week just for two playing games though? No, no, no.
0: They play the, the first week. So six plays seven. 3 plays 4. 5 plays 2. That makes no sense. All right. I don't know if that's possible. Cause no, then you're gonna have, edit that out. Then you're going to have 4 and 5 out, but 6 or 7 still in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the 2 seed loses to the 5, the
0: 3 seed loses to the 4, and the 7 seed beats the 6. You're going to have a lot of pissed off people. In my world... I think you would have to then award the third the three seed by because instead of three v six like it used to be, it would be three the winner of six seven, but then you're all sorts out of line. So forget that. Seventh team should be gone.
1: Yeah. I think it's just like the playoffs in in theory, it was such a fun idea, like, oh, more football, whatever. But like I think we had enough football in the playoffs. Like it was just like what it was two island games, sat two on Saturday, two on Sunday. It was two Saturday, same, two
0: Sunday, same thing next weekend. Then yeah, and
1: now we have three, and they kind of overlap, and there's, like, the Nickelodeon game. Like, the year before when we were seniors, the Bears played the Saints on the Nickelodeon game. Yes. That yes. was horrible. And then the AFC was – was it Texans-Bills? No, that was junior year. Um,
0: but, still, but, but the sentiment is – No, because
1: the Bills – yeah, the Bills played the Ravens. The Chiefs had the bye – um The Browns, years. I think the Browns were the seven seed. They played the Steelers. Yeah, that and that they was won, who won. they won that game. Yeah, and they won because the Steelers they were horrible by the end of the year. They started like I eleven don't think and that zero. They were the seven. Maybe they were the sixth then. Who was the seven?
0: What year was that? Two thousand nineteen NFL playoffs. Yeah.
1: No, that would be two thousand twenty. It would be the two thousand twenty season. So the twenty twenty one NFL playoffs. I guess you would consider it
0: um let me look not donating to
1: Wikipedia because the um, Chiefs no. had the bye for sure the Browns beat the Steelers and then the Ravens and no, yeah that was, was the two.
0: first super wild card weekend uh with Heineke covering against the Bucks. yep and the Steelers or the Browns beat the Ravens and then it was
1: or beat the Steelers and then the Ravens did the Ravens not make the playoffs that year or no they did but they lost to the Bills right
0: yeah I'm trying to see what seed they were
1: um, and then the tight no, the Ravens beat the Titans and then the Ravens lost to the Bills, but who did the Bills beat? The Bills beat the Colts. The Colts of Phillip Rivers, I think, were the seven seed. Yeah. Um, and that game was like weirdly, like kind of close, but like never really like got to the point where anyone was worried. Which game? Uh the Colts Bills. Oh.
0: Well. Sorry, Steeler fans. Um the Browns were 28-0 in the first quarter of that playoff.
1: They yeah. scored on two. They fumbled a snap. They scored. Yeah, five, five first there was a pick six. Games. Yeah.
0: All right. Sorry. I don't want our Pittsburgh listeners to turn off because I know. <laughs> it's probably opening fresh wounds. But um, where were we? Yeah. So, so, I mean. Too many teams. There's too many teams. Yeah. Too many teams um, make the playoffs. I that feel being like said, if the Jets about-
1: make the seventh seed, super, like, Every that's perfect amount of
0: teams. That yes. is a perfect amount of teams. Yes. And if the Jets finish eighth, we should add an eighth team. Eighth team. <laughs> no one deserves a buy. <laughs> no one also deserves to see Mike White in the playoffs. Um that yeah. as a viewer, not as a not as a defense. A defense would love that, yeah. not, not a viewer. <laughs> Um also in the late slate, 49ers beat the shit out of the bucks. I feel like we talked about them if Debo's okay, it yeah. should be fine. Um Broncos Chiefs, like Broncos fell behind early and fought back and covered. Um and Russell Wilson got hurt. There, it's no use talking about either of those teams, honestly. You know the Chiefs, the Chiefs are, are wagging, you know, the Broncos are bad. Yeah. And then uh,
1: same thing with Monday night. Like Monday night, we know a- that the Cardinals fucking suck. Tyler Kyler was probably out for all next year, which is really unfortunate for him. I have no idea what you do if you're the Cardinals. Do you fire Cliff? Do you fire the GM? Do you try and move on from Kyler the year after he's healthy? You just signed all those guys to extensions. That's probably the biggest dumpster fire in the league right now, because at least the Texans have a direction. I think the 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 fan the fan I would want to be the least right now is a Cardinals fan.
0: Yeah, I don't know where you go from here.
1: Yeah, it's I don't like know.
0: who wants that. What coach wants that job?
1: Oh, I'm sure like someone will.
0: But... Yeah, but in term in the terms of ranking the NFL jobs, which I guess we can save that. We can do that maybe right after Black Monday, where all the coaches get fired. Yeah, that's um, a good idea. So yeah, that is actually a good idea. Put that on. Put that on the. Uh, I write dialogue. that down. Um. Yeah, write that down. Write that down. Um. Oh, he's actually writing it down if you're listening. <laughs> at home. uh, Sunday night, Chargers-Dolphins. That's the last game of the week. Uh, Chargers are playing themselves into the playoffs. Dolphins are a little bit all over the place to a kind of – he obviously was hurt, but then he had the MVP buzz. So – uh, we can start there in terms of the MVP and the Dolphins. I think Tua's case is all but over. He's missed too many games and that he like started out four for 17.
1: I think there's an MVP candidate on the Dolphins and I think it's Tyreek Hill. That's dumb. I th- think about how much better that that team has gotten with him getting there.
0: I think maybe that's a coach of the year for McDaniel case.
1: That's fair, but Tyreek Hill might set, like, the receiving yardage record this year. NFL receiving. Um, he's at, like, 1,300 yards, and they have four games left.
0: He's at – he's almost at 1,500 yards. So, holy fucking shit. But he's uh, he's got 100 receptions, which is tops in the league. Justin Jefferson's at 99. Tyler Hill's at 1460 yards and Justin Jefferson's at 1500. So they're neck and neck each oh, wow. with, uh, each with six touchdowns. So almost identical seasons out of those two. Um, but the fact that Tua like the Eagles have great weapons. I think Jalen hurts is the leader in the clubhouse for MVP. It normally, at this point it's, it's a court, it's best quarterback on the best team, which I world.
1: think is dumb. Like I, I don't like that. Yeah. But I I do
0: think that most of the time that is appropriate. Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean, I think it's like the Heisman, where it's like, yeah, Joe Burrows last year, he deserved the Heisman. He was the story of that year. But like, I don't know, like this year, like sure, Caleb Williams was awesome. But like, I don't know. I don't know. This year was tough. The last two years I agree, this year was
0: tough because it's like, looked like it was going to be Hendon Hooker. He gets hurt. Yeah. Looks like it could be Blake Corum. He gets hurt. Which I also yeah. don't like that they're not in the top four because they got hurt. That was bullshit. Yeah. If he gets if either of those guys get hurt early in the year and play the last ten games, they're in New York. Yeah. College Quorum, I
1: think, would have won it if he didn't get hurt. I think Quorum would have won. If he just had Donovan Edwards stats from the Michigan and the Purdue games, I think Quorum wins the Heisman.
0: Yeah, it would have been it definitely would have been close the way that Williams like didn't even win the last game. Yeah. Um Stroud didn't look good against like either of the I don't
1: think Stroud deserved to be a finalist. I think Stroud is I think the Stroud argument and the Hurts argument are very similar, where it's nothing to take away from the player because I think Jalen Hurts is a top 10 quarterback. I think C.J. Stroud is deserving of a first round pick. I think they're both really good players, but I think if you look at the conditions they're put in on their teams, they are not a top three player on each of their offenses. Like I think Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, and AJ Brown are all better at their positions, at least where they stand within the league. than Jalen hurts is as a quarterback because Jason Kelsey's arguably the best, if not a top three center, Lane Johnson is definitely the best right tackle, if not a top three tackle overall. And AJ Brown's a top three, if not five wide receiver, but he's better at playing receiver than hurts is at quarterback. And then if you look at Ohio State, Marvin Harrison, Ameka Buka, like Paris Johnson, all these guys are better at playing their position than CJ Stroud. So it makes your job so much easier that I don't think you can be considered the the best at the sport.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's every team like Mahomes has, this year is different without Tyree Kill, but like you just like the best receiver in the league and the best tight end in the league.
1: Yeah. But I think when Mahomes won it first, right. Was the year that they lost to the Patriots on that D Ford offsides. He took over for Alex Smith and took them from essentially what is now the Tennessee Titans. And they jumped to the uh, like the upper echelon of the league. And he transformed that offense and unlocked things with Hill and Kelsey that a middle tier Alex Smith. Like if Alex Smith was on the jets right now, like Chiefs, Alex Smith, they'd be in the playoffs. So like, I'm not talking shit on him, but like he is the definition of a middle of the road quarterback. Whereas I think Jalen hurts. Like, if you look at that offense, the thing that unlocked it was upgrading to AJ Brown. So I think AJ Brown is almost a bigger MVP candidate than Jalen should be. Like if we're just talking, should, I understand the the nature of the word currently,
0: but. I think. I would typically agree with you, but watching Jalen Hurts, what he can do on the ground, how efficient he's been. He really is like doing a little bit of everything. Um, And the Eagles are definitely the best team right now, like record wise, how they're playing. They should be, they're like a couple plays away from being undefeated. There's every other team has at least three. They have one loss. Everyone else has at least three. Um, It's his to lose. Although like, I really don't care about, I would much rather, my, I would care way more if a Penn State player won the Heisman than if an Eagles player wins. MVP. I agree.
1: I think the NFL MVP I think is not Heisman nearly is as significant. The a little more
0: allure, and it's kind of like this big thing where the NFL MVP is like, "Oh, so you're the quarterback on the one seed?" Like the fact that Derrick Henry didn't win whatever year he went over two thousand yards, it's like they were the one. He was the best player on the best on the on the one seed. How do yeah. you not reward that and you give it to another quarterback? Um, which is why they have like offensive player of the year. So I'm sure Tyreek, which will, is done, or Justin Jefferson will get that. Yeah, either both of them have a chance to get to 2,000 yards. Um,
1: yeah, and I think this year with Mahomes, his argument is, look at what Tyreek's doing for that Dolphins offense. I lost him, got him replaced with like Valdez, Scantling, and Juju Smith, and essentially castoffs that no one really, that everyone else had the chance to have and have had before. And obviously, he still has Kelsey, but all the best teams have a weapon that is considerably, you know, like top tier in the league. And I'm still doing this. That would be my argument from the homes. I just think in general, the award would be more entertaining and like more fun. It's same same with the Heisman. If it became less about, oh, this quarterback on this one seed or this quarterback on this playoff team, like Marvin Harrison Jr. deserved to be in New York over C.J. Stroud. A.J. Brown is, you know, obviously you watch the Eagles more, so I'll defer to you, but, like, he definitely has a case for someone who transformed an offense and took the sixth seed in Philly. And, like, obviously they added other pieces. Like, they added Bradbury. They added some guys in the draft. They added Jordan Davis. But A.J. Brown has a 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns right now. Like, if you take him off the Eagles and give them Traylon Burks, who who was taken with that draft pick, Eagles are probably not where they are right now. But if you fill Jalen Hurts with someone else, you know, comparable, who's a little worse, I think A.J. Brown might mean more to this team. But, like, you know.
0: Well, if you took, like, Ryan Tannehill, who we had last year, like, A.J. Brown's having a better year. The way that Hurts can get him the ball is – like, some of the throws that Hurts has been making, they're, like, drops in the bucket right to A.J. Brown where – Oh, yeah. He doesn't have have to move his hands. Um, He's
1: improved incredibly much. Like – Uh, he has changed my opinion on him since the beginning of the year, but not entirely. Like I still think he's a cog in a machine. I don't think he's someone that if you dropped on another offense, he would be a different, like the difference maker, but I think he is significantly better than I initially thought. I think he's definitely a top 10 quarterback, probably closer to five than he is to 10.
0: Yeah. And I mean, football is, it's a team sport. Everyone's got to contribute. And we haven't seen many situations where the Eagles have fallen behind and need to fight back. But that commander's game, he made the game-winning touchdown throw. It was just uh, the wide receiver caught it, fell down, and got off the fumble. So it's like in a vacuum, he may, he's he been making the throws that he has to make. So if he can get it done in the playoffs, like it's obviously the job's already his essentially locked up, but um, he'll really have a chance to, I think, prove people wrong in the playoffs who haven't really been able to watch him uh, a ton all year, but –
1: how uh, many QBs would you take over Hertz right now? I think I have a list of about five.
0: Let me look at the standings. Uh, Josh Mahomes, Allen. Oh, Josh I'm going Allen. Down by the divisions. AFC used okay. to Josh Allen, nobody else. Mahomes, obviously. Um, Herbert is a dog. If he, if like, I'm assuming, obviously, all these guys are healthy. Herbert yeah. seems like, I don't know if the ribs are still an issue, but if Herbert's healthy, you take Herbert not taking car russell wilson especially the way that like russ has been playing yep no i 100% um, agree with those not taking anyone from the afc south and uh healthy lamar is long
1: term long term i would probably consider lawrence just how well he's looked recently but you can't do that right now with how good yeah, jalen hurts looks
0: yeah if, if it's uh i think i'd rather have jalen hurts than lamar i think they're very similar and They're very, I think that's kind of like a coin toss. Only we have, we haven't seen Lamar do it in the playoffs. Lamar
1: gets hurt more because he's relied upon more. I think that's the thing. Like everything on the Ravens is worse.
0: They ask, they're asking him to do more. Um, Not taking, I know a lot of people probably take Dak. Definitely not taking Dak. Sorry. Um, No one in the NFC West, no one in the NFC North and like, no, I think he's the best quarterback in the NFC right now.
1: Yeah, so I had over him 100%. Oh, I didn't say Burrow. I didn't
0: say Burrow. But okay, Burrow was my fifth. I obviously didn't say Burrow, but yeah.
1: And then I would see, I think if, I think it's, I would still it's, probably. It's those big guys
0: in the NFC. It's Allen, Burrow, yeah. Herbert, Mahomes, and then maybe Lamar, if you
1: would. I would take Lamar personally, but I think it's close. But those two and are, I would, are
0: very comparable. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then I think I would also still. I think Rogers in the right situation. I think I would still rather have him this year. Like, if you, if I want to take someone for the Jets who are clearly a quarterback away, I would still take Rogers over before I would take um, Hertz. But I think Hertz is either the fifth or seventh. Sixth. Yeah, I think he's like the seventh best he's quarterback like, yeah, in the
0: league. So you can. I, I think him
1: and Dak are comparable. I think I would take him over Dak because he's using his legs. The way Dak did when he first was on the Cowboys and was at his most effective. But I think Dak's a little bit better of a passer.
0: Yeah, Dak arguably might have like more like more around him on offense. Probably not, but like those guys are still like
1: AJ Brown and Devontae Smith with the, the best offense. The backfield's
0: probably better in, in yeah,
1: the running backs are better, but uh I yeah. think the Eagles have the best O-line. They have arguably definitely like a top three receiver room with AJ and Devante. And then they also have Goddard who's a top five tight end and
0: be coming back this week or can yeah. be activated off the IR. So. So yeah, I, mean, I think the Eagles definitely
1: have the best offensive skill talent in the league.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: If you count all, offensive line
0: yeah. as a whole. And then this was the last week of buys. So everyone's even on games now. Obviously some teams we didn't talk about because they didn't play like the Commanders didn't play this week. No Packers this week. Um, Saints, Falcons, like yeah. who really? A cares. lot of those
1: teams are irrelevant anyway. Like yeah. the Packers are dead. Um, but I would State...
0: say if we're looking at at tiers in the NFL, it's the Super Bowl contenders are the Bills, Chiefs, uh, Bengals, Eagles, like Cowboys, 49ers, 49ers, Cowboys if any of if any of those I would other- throw the
1: Ravens in there. I think the Ravens are on the fringe. I don't I don't I think would you put, can count I would them put out. the
0: per, I would put the Ravens and the Vikings in the uh, in the subset of that group.
1: That's fair. I think the Ravens belong in a separate tier than the Vikings. I would put the Vikings more along the lines of like the maybe not the Dolphins, they're a little better than Dolphins cuz they have an easier path, but I would put the Vikings more on the same par as like I don't know, like whoever comes out of the wild card. Like
0: the Dolphins?
1: Yeah, I think think they're a little better shaped than Dolphins because they'll get a home game. But I think if the Dolphins were playing a home game similar to the Vikings, like I think the Dolphins and the Vikings are very similar teams.
0: I think like any of those first six teams wouldn't be really surprised if it's Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bengals, 49ers, like any of those combos I don't think would surprise me. If it was like – if after all this, we end up with Ravens Vikings, I would be shocked. I would be there shocked. Would be a, yeah. There'd be a lot of things I would have to flip upside down for either of those teams to get in. I think. Um, yeah. I agree with that. So, so that I would put them in the, in the the possible, Like, wouldn't be if either of them were close or got to the, their respective championship game, I would put like Ravens dolphins still kind of, I still like think that they're decent.
1: I think the but, dolphins might miss the playoffs. They have a, they have a tough stretch to end the year and the Chargers unlocked something because Tua Tua looked horrible. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll be fine. Like if they lose to the Jets and the Bills, they lose the Jets tiebreaker. They would win it over the and they would lose the tiebreaker to the both the Jets and the Chargers. So they'd be out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, guess. I think
1: it's going to come down to Jets Dolphins. They're going to flex it into Sunday night, week 18 in Miami. Winner of the game makes the playoffs, loser doesn't. I think that's what's going to happen, which would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Then you'd get to lose the playoff game before you even get to the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I mean, if the Jets lost that one, it, it's so tough because, like, the, the win total this year was five and a half. And, like, being in that game should feel like enough, mm-hmm. but losing it would ruin everything.
0: It's like Tennessee this year. Yeah. Exactly. For the year, they're going 10 and 2, they're over the moon, but you tell them that they're. They beat their 10 and one. They have to beat South Carolina to make the playoff. And then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Different expectations yep. change, which is like the Eagles, honestly, it's Super Bowl or bust. Like even at 8 0, no, it wasn't like that. Now it's like, you got to get the one seed and you got to win your home playoff games. And then you don't get to the Super Bowl to lose. Like the Phillies, a little bit was like, holy shit, this is a crazy run. Mm-hmm. You ran into a juggernaut. Um, and I was like happy with the season because I wasn't expecting it, wasn't expecting it for the Eagles, but if they lose the Super Bowl, it would be a disappointment at this point in the year. Um, that's yeah. just the nature of the NFL. Which I'm sure if the Jets make the playoffs, it'd be similar to the Phillies long time run, and then they make a run to like the AFC championship and you lose. If we both our teams yeah. lose the, if both our teams lose championship Sunday, we will be, be it'll be very different reactions to the season. Exactly. I think
1: like if the jets made the championship game and lost to the chiefs, I would say I would be happy. Like I would be totally okay. Whereas in years past, like, I think this reminds me of the first Sanchez year. We lost in the championship. I was very upset because we were winning at halftime. I cried a ton. I was in fifth grade. So like, that's not that weird. And then the next year we lost again to the Steelers and I was less sad and more like pissed off because, like, even though we still had to win road playoff games, even though we upset the Pats at home, like, I thought that was our year to go win the Super Bowl. Like, we had bit, we're back. This was our last shot. This is a little different because this is a much younger team. So, even like one playoff win, just making the playoffs is the only goal I have right now. But the uh, expectations have been adjusted for yeah. sure.
0: It's also brutal. You don't know who your quarterback's going to be. Like, the Eagles lost exactly Hertz got a quarter, Hertz has a playoff start under his belt. Sure, he got crushed, but he had a week of preparing for the playoffs that, that 18th game. He, if the Jets make the playoffs, it's like you can't really build off that if your quarterback next year doesn't have that same experience. I think a, the only starting, the only
1: argument would be if Mike White wins out, plays awesome, even if we get crushed in the playoff game, it's like yeah. that's, that's our guy. That's okay. like we got to re-sign him. He's only 27. He might be a little limited, but like that guy went 4-0 when we needed him to. He beat the Dolphins on the road to make the playoffs. Like, sure, we lost to the enter Bengals, whatever better team here. But like that's our guy for at least next year and the year after. Which would be an awesome way to end the season when we started with thinking Zach Wilson would be that guy.
0: Yeah, definitely like a one a roller coaster of a season for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um but that was the NFL week 14 touched every game. Every game has had Sands Patriots Cardinals. I think every game had playoff implications, but honestly the Patriots, if they lost that game, they kind of would have been cooked and they're still somehow in the mix. So every game this week, I think we're going to look back and I think that every matchup here might have had a team that's going to be in the playoffs other than the Raiders Rams, which had the incredible Baker Mm -hmm. storyline going on, but yeah. I mean, Ravens, Bengals, Vikings, Bills, Cowboys, Jags or Titans, Eagles, Chiefs, maybe the Seahawks if they don't make it. But other than that, every every matchup this week at a playoff team against the team trying to make the playoffs. Um, yeah. So that is week 14. Um, maybe we can talk about the NBA trophies to open up next week if it's not as good of a week. Um, yeah.
1: Any any college basketball you want to hit? Did you watch that Houston, Alabama game?
0: Um. I do have a future. I have some f- futures to win the conference. All parlayed. Houston, who looks like the best team in the country, even though they lost to Alabama.
1: I agree. They still look like the best. I think back at Marcus Sasser is going to – he'll play a little better going yes. forward in those 10
0: um, games. And we'll do – I think we should do a college basketball preview soon, maybe get somebody who knows a little bit more than we do to talk mm-hmm. about it. I think that could be fun so we don't have to get too in-depth. But also, like Gonzaga obviously threw them in there because they win their conference every year. Creighton, who has reeled off like five straight losses, but five losses was, in a row, but none of them are conference losses. And they have their 25 point favorites tonight against the nobody. So, uh, Colk Brenner's been a, a little bit hurt, so hopefully he can get right. Um, I still believe in, in McDermott and the Blue Jays, although UConn looks like a powerhouse. And then Arizona, who's also reeled off a couple losses in a row. Um, those are yeah, my I four think- teams that I'm riding with this year, so uh, we'll see what happens. Also, Crazy news with Chris Beard getting yeah. arrested for uh domestic abuse, which is something a I felony asked.
1: too. Usually it's a usually it's a misdemeanor, at least at the beginning. At least that's so, what I've I've seen. And so I that's saw not Texas.
0: Good. I saw Texas play last week at the Jimmy V Classic. They looked pretty good, kind of blew a lead to Illinois there, and Illinois mm. was able to, to come back and win in overtime. Um but you hope that everyone in the situation is okay in texas but that's not a great sign for your program when obviously some things are bigger than sports but that's got to take a lot of focus away from that team uh so we'll see how they adjust and and that's going to be there's already been a lot of huge upsets in college basketball and there's a lot of teams finding themselves into the top 10 and finding themselves out i feeling texas is going to drop off a little bit um but College basketball is fun. There's going to be a lot of upsets. Number one teams going down a couple times already. UNC, undisputed one, is like not that great, but that's what yeah, they're not even ranked. Year.
1: They lost. I think they've already um, lost four or five games.
0: We'll see. Penn State big win over Illinois yeah. this weekend, so they they look awesome. Um, fun stat: Miles Dredd shooting guard, Penn State, has taken 58 shots this year. 57 have been three pointers. That's awesome. Which is My incredible. Head- Stick to what you know, he's a one trick pony, I guess. I, I don't know if it was a dunk or something, but maybe shot clock winding down. But if you watch him play, he doesn't take a step inside the three point line. Uh, Do what
1: you know best, man. Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. College hey, guys
1: can get away with that. Threes are worth more, than,
0: they're worth more than two for a reason, yeah. Um,
1: um yeah, we could probably it,
0: speaking of letting it fly from three, there's a D3 school,
1: yeah. They didn't attempt it, to too, they, they like shot like 100, two, shot, maybe, yeah,
0: yeah they were they shot 111 threes and they scored 124 points in a winning effort so love a d3 coach it's like the d3 coach you didn't punt these coaches yeah. are like this is d3 fuck it they just go all in they're like we're never going to punt we're going to onside kick every time we're not going to shoot any twos and in our head the shot clock is 5 seconds
1: that's i mean i love it cuz the some of those guys they go like i don't i know they've had like um like Lance Leipold at Kansas. He was, he coached D3 forever at, at uh Wisconsin whitewater. Like those guys do end up getting jobs. Like, I don't think you'll ever get away with doing that at D1, but like experiment. Like, I mean, we, unfortunately the sports world lost Mike Leach today. And a lot of people throughout his entire career, just tried to tell him that he couldn't run his system or do the things he wanted to do at power five level or at the D1 level. And he slowly just kept moving up and up and became a really successful coach, won about 60% of his games, won a lot of bowl games, you know, brought teams. I think, I think he made a bowl game in every single year he coached, except for maybe one or two. And he, you know, he ended up at an SEC program. He won a lot of games in the big 12 and a lot of games in the PAC 12. So these coaches that are trying new things at lower levels, like it's, it's, it's awesome to see.
0: Yeah. Um, like really unexpected sad news about Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. Um but take a moment and go on YouTube and look up a Mike Leach compilation video of some press co- or press conference moments because there might not be a more entertaining head coach in college football than uh, Mike Leach. So look that up and uh, yeah, it's sad. There's like not much else to say. It's horrible. Like thoughts and yeah. prayers to Mississippi State program and and the team and the Leach family. But um. Look up a video because because he was uh, changed the game of football and was was hilarious to watch while doing it. So I don't know. There's not much else yeah. to say about that. And I feel like that might be a good place for us to uh, to wrap up today.
1: Yeah, fun things upcoming. I mean, got four more weeks of the regular season. One oh, football.
0: We want to plug. We'll put the link on the Instagram. Uh, we'll do. We're doing a bowl pool. Uh, we got to push it out a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even think I've joined it yet. Is that against the spreads <laughs> or straight up?
1: against the spreads good,
0: good against the spreads because that's what we do we don't no money lines here uh and we're gonna do whoever wins we'll bring them on and they can talk about whatever they want so not many people listen to the show so if you're listening go to the instagram we'll put the link in the bio to join the bowl pool you'll probably have like a 20 15 chance of coming on if you can pick a couple games right against the spread so that's kind of exciting um Excited deadline will
1: bowl. be friday at 11 a.m central that's when the first bowl game is
0: yeah so uh join that do that it'll be fun free entry and uh someone else will get to be on the show we'll get to have a, a new face get to talk about whatever that whatever they please
1: yeah all right so exciting things coming besides that i mean football's wrapping up we're getting like dom mentioned we're gonna probably do a college hoops preview before we start conference play just give us some time to check out all these non-con games a lot of a lot of shifts can happen uh, we've already seen it with these non-conference tournaments before the season um uh, probably have someone else on there just to just talk through that um, might get into some nba at some point definitely not my not, not my focus sport but yeah, maybe, maybe we'll
0: do an nba preview um like the third weekend in february after the super Bowl. yeah
1: <laughs> we'll do an nba five an nba playoff preview yeah um but yeah besides that i mean probably get into some nfl draft talk i'm sure once this all settles down with the eagles having such a high pick and then the jets just always yeah, will be interesting. At like
0: five and then 32 yeah. 31. <laughs> 31 31 31 because of the because of the dolphins yeah, yeah.
1: so all right but well, we will we will talk to you next week so uh Everyone enjoy the ramp up to the holidays and this uh, these great
0: uh, NFL football games down the stretch. So, uh, till then, Dom, we'll catch you the next water break.